0: Once again for the Bitmar brain trust Gutentag everybody I'm your Matt Ra- I'm your Matt Ryan yes I'm your host Matt Ryan and for some reason I bring you this program every single week but I'm not alone as always I am joined by the dynamic duo of Nathan Simone and Kalichi eBay gentlemen we have a we have a guest with us from Tap Fantasy Nathan lay it on us.
1: Yes, a fantasy of mine has recently come true, and that is actually getting to talk to a person involved with Tap Fantasy, which was the first vote-to-earn project that has been listed on BitMart. My understanding is that it's a play-to-earn game. I've been on their website, tapfantasy.io, and it is a delightful mix of fairies, sprites, uh, minting NFTs, all sorts of stuff, but I'm definitely not the expert on that. That is our guest here, Teddy. I'm gonna let him say his name because he has an amazingly unique name that um, not even I can pronounce. So, <laughs> Kalichi, please help us welcome our guest here, Teddy, <laughs> so that we can talk to him. Teddy, what is that amazing unique name that you just told us before? Yeah, today?
2: so, all right, how's it going, guys? Um, my name is Teddy, but um, my, I guess, full name is uh, ni teti leno Tete. That's my full name so people in when you're in when i'm in ghana or when or my my mother and my 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 immediate family will just call me teti but it's a little bit of a weird one to like pronounce you know it's easier to just say teddy it rolls off the tongue nice and uh uh, it's kind of the americanized version so that's my name (laughs)
1: Very nice. Kalichi's very happy to hear that. Kalichi, a, uh, Ni- a true Nigerian here, but we never mispronounce his name. We've known it because we've said it over and over again. We've had, so we We've got-
0: had drills where we've been yeah. tired, so <laughs> <I'm trying laughs> How to pronounce his name correctly. yeah, yeah. Oh, That's, that's but, true. But, Teddy, thank you so much for joining us here on The Brain Trust. How about you yeah. just lay out. What the process has been of developing Tap Fantasy and just give us a little bit of that sweet, sweet lore about the project. Yeah. And and, and, bef- and before you do that, tell us exactly what it
1: is, because I know that people can go to tapfantasy.io and see this great website where, like I said, it's a lot of Dragon Ball Z-esque graphics mm-hmm. to me. That's what it reminds me of, that 90s stuff. And then yeah. you know fairies and sprites. But a lot of people are still not into play to earn games. They don't know what it is. People that voted for on BitMart, they know what it is, but we're talking to a wide audience here. So definitely start with a broad overview first,
2: please. Sure, guys. So, so yeah, I'm 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 gonna start with my um, kind of position at Tap Fantasy, just so you know a little bit more about that. So, I started with F- Tap Fantasy um, about five months ago. Um, I took over for Robert Rankin, which was one of the developers and the previous CMO of the company. Um, so, for my position, I'm mostly on the marketing side um, and as well on the communication side. So, um, uh you know, I take part in the AMAs and the partnerships and all of that kind of fun stuff um, w- within the within the game uh, ecosystem. So, with the in, in terms of development of the actual game, I sadly wasn't there for that. But of course, I am um, closely in contact with the developers, and and uh, of course um, have had the spiel about um, how it was created and um, when it was created, and 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 uh, the reason for them to move over to the blockchain. So uh going off of that um actually if you didn't know uh tap fantasy is actually like the i guess um, the it's the same it's the same game uh as tap tap fantasy um but it's kind of like the kid version of uh tap tap fantasy which is on facebook instant gaming platform and it had over 20 million users um and that was um in 2021 2020 area and then they actually took that game said this is a fantastic game the blockchain is starting to blow up so let's make it into a blockchain game and that's how um, tap fantasy was um, born i guess um so that is the kind of origin stories of tap fantasy um so the the actual development of it and the development of the story um was actually created um long before um tap fantasy was actually created um so yeah so it's a it's a really fantastic game um if you guys don't know a broad overview um it's it is a um mmorpg game developed on html5 um so players can actually you know quite simply just open the game right up on their web page um uh or wallet and start right away we also have an app um from the apple app store and google play um app store um we're one of the only game fight games on facebook instant games as of now um tap fantasy you know we offer quite lucrative features including 200 plus unique skins with detailed art uh 3d models um uh, and doubling by well-known japanese voice actors um and you know we we host uh play to earn and design to earn uh modules so the design earn is really cool I, I like that so we have um right now we just went into season three and in season three you're gonna see our no code map editor um being rolled out so that's where players can actually design their own modules and it can be launched into game and then they can earn 50 percent of gold coins um, that are earned in those modules so that's like super insanely cool stuff and i'm so excited to see that roll out and then we also have a land system and city system coming out uh, where players can actually um you know create their own lands and, and cities um and and be turned into nfts as well so there's there's like so much cool stuff coming out as well as um, uh, our NFT profile pictures so people can make their profile pictures and avatars and host them in our NFT um, art museum, where people can, you know, go and check out all the new cool stuff. And it will actually be um, listed on like the the uh, charts or the um, ranking sorry, um, for, for players where where they can and they can sell them as well. So um the design aspect to me is the coolest part of tap fantasy and i think that you're going to start seeing it be integrated into the game a lot more in these next coming months so uh we're really excited about that um and yeah as i said we just launched season three and there's a, a bunch of cool new stuff um that i will uh talk about uh in a little bit on there so not getting too deep into it um yeah it's a uh, if if you haven't played tap fantasy yet um just think of it as um I, I kind of think of it as like the Pokemon roaming kind of uh, like DS Pokemon, like that kind of roaming where you kind of roam around, you'll see a character, or a, a building, and you can like tap on it, interact. Uh, and then they have a story and you can pick what you say to them and everything. And uh, it's kind of cool. And then, and then you can find new adventurers and new characters that will come along on the ride with you and uh, have different attributes and uh, different power-ups and skills that they will use and uh, essentially you will use uh, to battle different events or battle different players along the road um so it's really cool like that and um you know the story and the um the dialogue in it is uh is very um you know in-depth and and you have to actually choose your your what you say to be able to uh entice these players these characters to come along on the road with you and to give you different rewards so um you know it's uh it's very immersive uh like that in the story mode Um, and, and then, yeah, as you go along, you'll see a bunch of different new cool characters that, um, you'll be able to interact with and, and, and adventure with. Um, so yeah, I think that's the really cool and broad overview of, uh, tap fantasy. And then you can get into like the, the Coliseum, the player versus player, um, the different like slime rift and the rune system, um, where players can, uh, Uh, start to see really big rewards and battle alongside other online players to be huge bosses and stuff. So there's so many cool things, so many cool modules and uh, you know, we're just kind of, we're just kind of scraping the surface.
0: When you're looking at, and I'm sorry, Nathan, but (coughs) when you're looking at the seasons concept and you're getting all of this data in real time from your audience, does that affect what the next season's going to look like? Because, you know, some some games in this space and some games in general are kind of passive. You're creating this very elaborate world, this World of Warcraft esque kind of where it's continuing to grow, continuing to patch, continuing to have all these new missions you were talking about the old Pokemon games from the Nintendo and DS days where yeah. you have to continually grind and build and build and build. Do you, f- do you guys feel that you're it's being your, re- it's well, recef- well received from your audience. Do you think the reception of that is continuing to grow? And do you feel like this is a real place where you can build out a corner in the NFT gaming space?
2: Yeah, I mean absolutely fantastic I guess a great question. I think that I think that the season system in at least in my opinion and this may not be the opinion of the developers and why they why they actually created it. But I think the season system is kind of the best way to go um, for 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 a game um, like this as of right now because it kind of gives you yeah, you're always pressured to come up with new stuff, new exciting stuff every 3 months, but it kind of gives you um that uh that space to be like okay we gave you this amount guys but you know if even if um you didn't see something that you might have wanted to see you only have to wait 90 days it's not like okay wait until we announce the next thing like you only have to wait 90 days to possibly see what you want in there next and you know our community is um is is i mean growing very quickly and um very um uh they're we're very connected with our community and you know i do amas in our community on the discord um weekly uh alongside our um commute one of our community managers uh ringo and uh one of our other community managers jaden so we do amas a lot um within our discord and within other discords and um it kind of gives us the time to you know be like okay you guys can ask questions now we'll bring in some of the players and they'll ask us different questions of what we're going to bring in and and what they'd like to see. And then, you know, we obviously record that and talk with the team and see if it's something that's plausible for our game. So we're very, you know, uh, we're very in the community and our ear is always to the street. And, you know, we want our community um, to give us feedback and give us ideas. And that hence the idea of the no-code map editor where our own community and third-party game developers can actually build out modules. So, you know, yeah, we're very, 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 bullish on that uh kind of um game development
1: yeah and it seems like you've done really really well because i was taking a look at your twitter before we uh, were talking here today and i know that um the tap fantasy nft has done pretty well on bitmart but you also have like amazing 24-hour trading volumes um from that tweet is only from like a couple of weeks ago Mm -hmm. and I was wondering about um, I'm so glad that you explained it in the way that you're like, oh, it's like a Pokemon world where you're having to choose the actions and what you say and kind of like d- like choose your own story, because yeah. that helped me a lot because I'm not I I'm not a huge gamer, both Matt and Kalichi know this, although I do love certain video games, like you know, My Red Dead Redemption. So the like it almost seems like this is like an entire world unto itself. And when I look at it and you see that there's like a tap fantasy metaverse where you're talking about the lands it reminds me of other projects i'm thinking of clay nation kalichi where people are building their own metaverses there and you said that you're gonna be able to like build your own cities and stuff like that it just seems like Like, could you expand a little bit more on the community aspect within like the metaverse and the building going on? Because that is fascinating to me, even as a person who's not going to be like tap tapping or doesn't know what um, is going on with the precedent to that game. Because it really seems like, it doesn't even matter if I like it or anybody else likes it. It's clearly very popular, and so I'm interested to kind of know the aspect of that, what it's like, and how the NFTs that you have listed on BitMart are kind of filtering into that. Like, what is what is their purpose in that?
2: Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, awesome. Um, so, yeah. So, looking at the land system, we that we haven't rolled it out quite yet. Um, so, it's still kind of in the process of being, uh, you know, developed and finalized and will be rolled out um quite soon. So this system um theoretically uh with the land system um what you're going to start seeing is is you're going to um be able to see hold on. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. I think it froze yeah. up. Oh yeah. Yeah, we can. Guys.
0: Yeah, we got you.
2: Oh good. Oh there you go. Are. are. Sorry. You guys froze up so I was just okay. I should no be worries. good.
1: Internet, okay. if, if the internet goes down or out or whatever you just keep on rolling we'll i'll let you know over um, keep on telegram, rolling and- telegram okay. if anything happens
2: it it should be fine okay sounds good yeah so um where was i yeah so realistically um what the land system will be is is if uh we we're supposed to roll it out uh so yeah q3 um in this season um it's supposed to be rolled out um and the land system is where yeah players can. You know create and build their own lands within the tap fantasy um um you know metaverse i guess and uh you know have them as as nfts as well where they can be they can be traded so um what 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 that's kind of going to entail is if have you been in the tap fantasy game at all like did you did you have any time to go into it and check
1: I have, I have not. No, no. Okay. Um, so that, that's why I'm asking you. Cause I, I can see limited stuff from like the, for the YouTube or screenshots or things like that. But I just, you know, I, I, yeah, don't, yeah. Have enough, I don't have enough time to get into
2: it. into it. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's totally fair. Um, so yeah. So if you, so in the world, um, if you go in, it's, it, it actually looks, have you played uh league of Legends?
1: Uh, a couple of times, but maybe Matt or kalichi would have done that
2: more than me. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, sorry. Go ahead.
3: I was gonna say I haven't played it, but I actually watched other people play it before online. Sorry. Like I've actually watched other like people like stream and play it, but personally, I've not played it myself.
2: Not played it yourself? Okay. Yep. Yeah. So, um, I would kind of you know relate the. I just I'm just trying to like give you guys a picture of like the overview of how it looks when you kind of drop into the game um and when you drop into the game it's kind of like an overhead shot um of your 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 adventurer arrives on a boat as an overhead shot of him and then you can like you click the the kind of idea where you like click an area and then your player goes to that area you click an area player goes to that area you interact with different stuff gotcha. um, and it's like that kind of um movement and that kind of free roam uh version of that so in the city's version in the city's uh module um it will allow players to you know build commercial buildings kind of on their own land so you will have like a plot of land in that kind of sense and then you can you can actually you know purchase nft building skins uh to customize the appearance is kind of how it's gonna be rolled out um so i think i'm pretty sure don't like i'm not a hundred percent sure on this because we've been focusing on other modules more but yeah it'll be more of an nft style thing for this so you asked about our nfts that we currently have and how that would feed into it so mm. our nfts currently would only be pertaining to the characters and 11 uh, up the characters it would be a different set of nfts to be able to um customize your buildings with gotcha gotcha and your land with um and and yeah it'll be yeah it'll be i i I can't really picture it quite yet um but yeah it'll be um kind of like you have your own plot you can build it and then you could have other players visit it kind of idea and uh and then see it and then you could sell your own customizable building nfts so yeah it'd be pretty cool
1: it's a work in progress but it seems like it is a very supported and very popular work in progress which Definitely. is an achievement for any NFT project. Kalichi, I know you got a question about this. I want to hear your Kalichi is the NFT degen of our okay. here who's really big into NFTs. Yeah. I'm interested, that, you know, Kalichi, you probably have a question around like play to earn or something like that and I'm interested to know what this guy's going to say. Let's oh my it. god
3: yeah no pressure <laughs> no pressure at all <laughs> actually no the, the, the question i was i was gonna ask is um i think you already answered it um uh, in a way is that um, based on what i saw on the website like you don't necessarily need the nft in order to play the game right like anybody can play the game without necess- without owning an nft or am i did i did i read no that no, right? no you're 100
2: correct like it's 100 percent free to play Right. Yeah. Right. So, so yeah, Um. realistically, you don't need to do anything really to start earning. You don't even need to put in your wallet realistically. So that's what I really like about tap is that when I joined it, I thought I actually joined the wrong app or the wrong game because they, you know, I started right when I started, I started playing because I obviously wanted to immerse myself fully in the game. Um, and I started playing and then I was like, okay, maybe I have like the old tap tap fantasy, but then, uh, you know, halfway through, I from just doing the regular modules and playing the regular game, uh, I got a prompt that said, um, okay, to uh, would you like to like, export your, your earnings into your wallet? And I was like, Whoa, I like how much how many earnings do I have? So then they just said, connect your wallet and, and export all your earnings into your wallet. So I've been playing for like, you know, a month and a half. and. They that after like a month and a half of playing, they 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 eventually asked me to. And like I I know obviously you can go on the website and you and it's very easy to find where you import your wallet and then export your tokens. But I just didn't in the first place, and uh, I started playing, and it was yeah, it was very simple.
3: Very, I'm very curious. So is the the I guess the play to earn like um, part of it? Is that something where you actually earn? like the tap token or is there another like in-game like currency you know that players earn
2: um aside just the tap um token good question so there's technically five currencies in the game um i mean there's technically six currencies in the game but one of them is only in game there's five crypto kind of currencies four that are worth uh you know usdt that you can obviously export into your wallet and uh trade for um for cash and then the fifth one is just it's a crypto as well and it has a contract but it's just for upgrading your uh, it's mostly for upgrading your equipment um for nft so one of them that's that's the tap coin that we have and tap coin is our main like foundational currency that you use to earn and that you will earn just through uh, different modules in the game, and as you play, you'll just uh, earn it in different different ways. And then number two is our magic crystals, and those are used to upgrade your equipment. Um, and then number you know three, four, and five is gold coins, silver coins, and bronze coins, and those you earn from different um, modules as well. But the gold coins, uh, silver coins, and and uh, bronze coins can also be used to you know, say unlock demon expedition or unlock a slime rift, um, these different modules that will level you up to, uh, to, to where you'll, or or, sorry, earn uh, a high amount of tap coins. So there's different, uh, uses for different things and, uh, or for different, uh, currencies and, um, and yeah, it's like, it's kind of, it's kind of just like, once you play the game, you understand that the 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 gold silver and uh, bronze are are more for in game while the tap is more for external to be able to uh, you know uh, export into your wallet and everything so so yeah there's a yeah there's a there's a few currencies and they have different um, different uses.
1: That is definitely a lot of in-game currencies, more than you usually find. It's like a tap fantasy investment portfolio you can build. <laughs> yeah. you can build no, it's, it's always good because if you're going to have, you know, the main criticism of play to earn is that one, there's no liquidity in the tokens, and then two, people don't the token is too new, or there's no use for it, or the game isn't big enough that you know you can just do nothing with it. And so it's yeah, it's kind, of, <laughs> it's kind of like what I'm experiencing right now with uh, Sweatcoin, which is the the app where you it's moved to earn because oh. I exercise a lot, so I have all these sweat coins. But if you were to ask me, Nathan. What is the value of these sweat coins? I would just have to look at you honestly and say, nah, nothing, nothing yet. <laughs> nothing <laughs> yet. <laughs> apparently, apparently they just got some VC funding. So I'm hoping yeah. that my hard work, which I'm going to do anyways, will be cool. monetarily rewarded yeah. <laughs> at some point.
2: Yeah. Um, I think, I think that it's important. Like the way that we kind of look at it as a game is that I think it's very important to have your foundational, especially as a GameFi game game um to have your you know foundational game um have a lot more utility um than just your just your cryptocurrency and and, and that yes. that that could just be fun like our, our our game is fun our game had 20 million users on, on the facebook instant gaming platform people liked it as a game not as a not as a game fi uh or you know crypto uh finance game we're not we're not we're not all about finance we're mostly about you know have fun free to play we want to be able to have traditional and Web2 players have an easy time um, integrating into the into our game. And then, you know what? You get to earn a little bit of coin on top of it. So so it's like, I think that's what it should be about at step one. Can we make a fun game? If not, then we're thinking in the wrong direction. What Absolutely. has, what has yeah. been
0: the feedback for your Web2 users, your institutional users, basically, because you're bringing this platform into the Web3 space, what has been the socializing them to the NFT and the coin aspect? And what has it been like with the Web3 natives who are like, why are you splitting the difference? Why aren't you fully integrated to Web3? What has that resistance or acclimation been like?
2: Yeah, no, that's a, that's a great question. I think that it's, you know, we're still in the process. It's It's been... You know, it's we 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 launched this uh, tap fantasy um, game uh, blockchain game uh, March fourteenth uh, this year. So it's only been now I guess seven eight nine months eight nine months. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're still in the process of trying to you know convert some of our old players into the uh, into the new game, and of course acquisition with the with, with the Web three players, but. Um, yeah, in that process, it's kind of like, that's why we took the game and said, Hey, it's going to be the same process to join the game, but now you can earn. That's kind of why we did it. Cause we were like, you know what? We need to be able to sell this to our uh, millions of players that we had on the old platform, because that's going to be our, uh, you know, best rate of acquisition. But we're also going to be able, need to be able to sell this in the web three space which is so in depth and uh, you know, people are very picky with what they want to um, invest their money in, which fair enough, cause you're, you're, it's your money going into it. Um, but yeah, I still think we're definitely still in the, the midst of the process of getting a lot of our old users onto the new platform. And, you know, like I've talked about in a lot of AMA sessions is like education is the largest barrier of um, GameFi going, uh, of going mainstream because you know people just don't if you're not educated on it you're not going to be like oh yeah I'll throw my money into it like you need to know what you're doing you need to understand uh tokenomics you need to understand um how you know things work it's finance in the end of the day and you're not just gonna throw your money into something that you have no idea what 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 is going on with it um and the ecosystem so We're trying to, you know, educate as much as we can. And that's why we've spent so much time building our communities up and, uh, giving them as many resources as possible and as many, you know, AMA sessions and, uh, you know, events as possible to be like, Hey guys, we're, we're giving you these opportunities to win some rewards, but we're also educating you a lot on what our, uh, what, what our platform and GameFi in general is about. So, uh, I think that that's been a huge, um you know, kind of uh, maneuver in in getting a lot of these um, old users onto the new platform. And, uh, you know, we're, we're we're not, we're not even close to, to, uh, you know, being where we were, because I guess we are just around the 200,000 users mark on the blockchain now. So, um, so yeah, we're still working.
3: That's pretty impressive. I was gonna say that's you know for for a game, like like blockchain games, they I think they're having a, a a hard time like attracting users and attracting attracting like real like game players. Mm. Um so to, to get that amount, that's actually pretty impressive. And yeah. like based on what I've seen on, on Twitter, like you I mean, you guys have like a lot of traction going. Um one question I do have is similar to what Matt already asked, is what's the difference between, I guess, the Web3, like, like audience and the Web2 audience? Because it seems to me that, like, Web3, the Web3, like, we know it, it seems like they're more interested in the finance, like, part of it. Like, you know, how how much can I earn, you know, and things like that. Meanwhile, Mm -hmm. it seems like the Web2 audience, the more interested, like, the fun, is this game actually fun to play? To your point, most people actually play games to like like escape like you know you know the the craziness of life they just want to have fun they're not necessarily looking to make money but i feel like a lot of blockchain games focus on just making money meanwhile the 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 actual real game players out there that's not kind of their focus so how's tap fantasy trying to like bridge that gap
2: yeah cool so i think that it's kind of I mean, it's, 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 it's odd because the web two players, the traditional players that are moving into this, whether it's because that they just want to keep playing tap fantasy, um, or because they actually are interested in the blockchain. I think, you know, they almost seem to be more interested in the finance because they don't understand it as much. So they are, you know, more, uh, you know, susceptible to, losing money, I guess, or, or not actually, you know, having control of what's going on in the situation. So they are more like the questions that come across are probably, you know, on more of the end of players that, um, are, you know, newer to the, to the blockchain for sure. When the, when the players that have been around in this ecosystem for a long time, their questions are going to be more actually in the game because they understand that, or in the, in the game, in the team, and then development, because they understand, um, you know, how important it is to have fantastic team members, fantastic development and fantastic plans for the future um, of the game and uh, the utility, because, you know, so many, there's so many, uh, you know, projects now out there that, you know, you can, you can, you know, make a quick walk and you can make yourself look even very successful like that's right. very easy. And that's a that's a huge um issue so right. um i think that you know in the web too it's like it may be very ground level questions but they're very invested in in what it actually means and what's what's going on in the in the ecosystem and uh and what we look for so so yeah I th- i'd say it's split um but it's um but yeah it's very interesting to see uh you know new or sorry old gamers from from web to coming into this into this space and actually seeing uh, the value of it, I think it's very, it's very important because it's a uh, you know, it's the, the technology is is uh, is neck is next to none. So yeah, it's cool.
3: Well,
1: as you said before, Teddy too, the, um the kind of the best form of organic marketing is just start with a great product, right? So it's great that you have all the in game currencies and that people can do play to earn stuff. But, you know, like you said, the entire reason why this was created and put on the blockchain is because people already liked playing the game. Mm-hmm. So, you I mean, when you have a solid foundation for a project, it's much easier to move forward into the future. It doesn't matter whether the product is a taco, shoe, real estate, whatever. Yeah. If people want it, it's much easier to commodify it and build a business around it. I think one of my uh, interesting kind of, not technical, but Uh, One of my blockchain questions to you is, I see that Tap Fantasy right now is on Binance Smart Chain and Solana. Uh, I have a very, I have an interesting opinion on Solana, but that's not what I'm going to get on right now. Um, I'm wondering, because the big trend for everything these days, not even just play to earn games, is interoperability. Like people don't, they realized a couple of years ago that you can't just stay on Ethereum or you can't just stay on whatever what are the plans for expanding to other blockchains? And then two, I'll ask you a Solana specific question sure. where it's, where um, Solana is kind of, well, you know what? Let's start with that one first. What, sure. what, are, what are the plans for expanding to other blockchains or maybe being interoperable? Because the more blockchains this is on, since people love playing the game, it's like the, the dream would be for it to be on every blockchain that people would ever play on, right?
2: Yeah, no, definitely. Um... Yeah, so we, I can't, I can't actually, I guess it was, so yeah, so we launched the game on March 14th, we integrated onto Solana on, at the very beginning of season two, so that would have been, I guess, three months ago, (laughs) technically, Um, so I just, I just can't remember the exact date right now, but anyways, we launched onto Solana on season two, and that was our second uh, blockchain so that begun the um you know cross chain uh deployment um uh, across different different blockchains and since then we've been talking to multiple chains about about deployment um one of which i can mention um is aptos blockchain if you have heard of that um and yeah fantastic team fantastic uh yeah, fantastic. Everything they have, you know, they they're doing they're doing great stuff and uh, we're really excited to work with them. Um, but yeah, as of now, it's still in the works. So that's not a guarantee or a promise, but we're definitely in the um, process of talking with Aptos and uh, launching with them, um, down, obviously down the road. Um, so, yeah, so that's one of them. And then talking with a few other uh, blockchains um, for that as well. Um, but yeah, we focus mainly on BNB. We started focusing on Solana when they, when we launched with them. Um, but we're still, you know, very bullish on BNB chain. Um, and you know, I've, I've personally been pretty much strictly Binance since the start of my crypto experience. Um, I've, I've worked with a couple other, um, chains and, um, platforms, I guess. But I've been pretty, you know, bullish on on Binance. I, I really love their platform. Yeah,
1: yeah. they've got a, a very robust network. One one second here, Kalichi, because I think I know we might be about to say <laughs> the exact same thing. Um <laughs> well, one, yes, Binance smart chain, it's I mean, except for when they took it down from for the the exploit that they experienced, it, yeah. it has phenomenal uptime. Yeah. My question for, my follow-up question for you to this is. Uh, it's well known on this show that I'm not a huge fan of Solana. Not a big deal. It's fine. People can do whatever they want to. But I'm just wondering if for a for a game, which you have to have all this uptime, Solana is like continually known for like the chain is going down, they're having to reboot right. it. I'm wondering if there's been any problems with that on Solana and if that's maybe kind of forcing you to look at other blockchains, not just for interoperability purposes, but because I think a lot of people that were super bullish on Solana um, – have kind of I don't know navigated through it, and I will keep trying to give them the benefit of the doubt and say these are growing pains, but it's happened like way too much for me in my yeah. personal opinion. So I'm interested in your opinions on that, and then um, would like uh, I would like uh, Kalichi's opinion on whether Cardano is ready for play to earn games. But let's let Teddy talk about Solana, maybe the Solana woes that they're having first.
2: Sure. Yeah. No. So so in the end of the day, yeah, I think. we've, we've we're very, very, very new in the Selena space. You know, it's been three months. So there's no, there's no really read that I can have on it yet. I can't really have an opinion on it yet. Um, I mean, we still have three months, the team has been fantastic. So I've been talking with, uh, you know, Justin from their team, um, a couple other people, um, and we, and they've been, they've been great. Uh, they've been super helpful in getting the integration, uh, done smoothly. Um, and so so as of now all I know is really their team and i can I can vouch for them um, from that standpoint but um but yeah in terms of the in terms of the platform we've had we've had no real issues um, but we also focus so heavily on binance that I think that the cross chain is more of just a hey I, I want our users to have as many um, you know possibilities with the game um, as they can fathom because you know that's just, you need to be everywhere uh all at once because or else it turns into like you know a huge hassle for some people and and we don't want that so so yeah that's why we're going all cross-chain and Solana so far has been fantastic and I know there has been some struggles and that was obviously um the chat that our team and the decision that our team had to make um in the beginning uh when when integrating onto Solana but it's uh it's it's it other than that it's uh it's growing fast and it's it has a lot a lot of obviously users and a lot of uh hype so it's like we we had to weigh the pros and cons and um you know the speed and the slow and the um the fees and everything like that so and us obviously not being on ethereum and and never being on ethereum it's like we we got to look at the different um different possibilities and that was probably the number one on the list at that time so that's mm-hmm. where we went with it and so far so good so
3: yeah. yeah i mean like going going to solana like you know it it makes sense in, in in the sense that like there's a lot of users um you know especially when it comes to nfts you know when you look at the uh the nft volume you know magic eden you know like, like the solana they have a very vibrant like nft ecosystem so mm-hmm. from just from a business perspective i can understand why you know Solana was chosen and also from a uh technological standpoint being like EVM compatible, like it's mm-hmm. it's easier to kind of like you know you know integrate with, with Solana yeah, as opposed to for example Cardano uh which is a yeah. completely different animal, completely different like programming language. Uh, so I I understand that. And you know when it comes to the the stuff you said about binary smart chain like, like GameFi is huge, huge in in Binance Smart Chain. So mm-hmm. I, I completely understand why you guys yeah. are so bullish on, on Binance Smart Chain.
2: Yeah. And, and, you know, we've managed to have a great relationship with the Binance team as well. And the Binance team is fantastic. Um, and, uh, you know, they've helped us a lot, especially in the early seed rounds and everything. Um, you know, their, their platforms that they have for, for that kind of stuff. We, we're just, you know, it was great. So, Binance is definitely our main focus, and you know, we've seemed to uh, climb the ranks and and do pretty well in the Binance ecosystem. And um, and uh, yeah, so we're pretty close with the team and everything. And and uh, yeah, so Solana as well for sure. But um, I definitely think focusing on Binance is is still a number one from from the relationship that we've had with them since the beginning.
0: Something that hey. came up, and I'm sorry, Kalichi, Uh if you want to go, you can go.
3: No, go ahead, go ahead,
0: Matt. Something interesting about you guys making the move from web two to web three is a demographic shift. Have you seen the type of user, the age or the personality of the user you've had on Facebook and on that market and the web two space change in the web three space because web three does skew younger. It skews a different demographic. Have you seen any changes in that or is it kind of your audience have followed you over? over. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So I personally, I can't speak too, too much on, on demographic, um, as I don't know the exact, uh, you know, numbers on that and the exact look of that right now. Um, but I do know that the like geographic where we are in the space is they are company. So our company, um, we have our marketing team is based uh, in China, as well as of course, Canada and, um, Australia. And then, but our, but our, um, company actually, our actual, like father company is based and registered in Singapore. Um, and we, uh, created the game in Singapore and we kind of marketed, I guess, to a China, to an Asian demographic in general. Um, and I know that GameFi in general just has a huge, huge, uh, you know, uh, base in Asia, Indonesia, um, yeah, like Singapore areas, China, well, I guess China. Um, but you know, all these areas in Asia, um, are huge. So this was where where a lot of our, um, you know, I guess, demographic already was. So when it integrated on, they kind of, I mean, they were already making the change over to web three and, you know, being educated on, and there's a lot more resources in those areas. And I was actually just living in Bali for a little bit. Well, I was only there for a month. But I was supposed to live there for like three months to a year. But while I was there, a lot of the partner calls that I was on with were, were gaming cafes in Bali. Two blocks down, I was at uh, different gaming um, you know events that were going on um, over in uh, the Phil- Web3 uh, Philippines event that was going on in the Philippines and a couple of events in Singapore while I was all down there. And it was just crazy to see how much like how much they're like really um taking and latching onto this web three idea. And uh, you know, the community is just so, so, so um, you know, in infatuated with this uh web three um, technology. And I think that there are a lot, maybe a lot more uh projects uh that are being built in those areas, maybe. Um I know Europe is pretty heavily, heavily um, into it as well. But I think that, yeah, when I was calling, it just seemed like a lot of the things that I was, uh, or a lot of people I was talking with were in the area that I was in. Um, So yeah, so so our demographic being heavily Asian, it was definitely the switch over might have been, I don't know, a little bit, maybe more. uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe, maybe it it was a little bit more um, easy, because of that, or maybe not. But yeah, I'm not sure i'm not too quite too sure
3: one of the i was gonna say one of the appeal when it comes to like blockchain gaming and just nfts in general is the fact that you know regular games like traditional like you know console games or just like pc games you know while you know they're fun to play and stuff you know did never in a way give a player like ownership Right. And that's where like NFTs come into play, right? You know, they, they give the you know, players you know, ownership, um, you know, when it comes to the, the franchise or just, you know, um, the game itself. Um, is that something you think will be a trend, you know, moving forward where, you know, people from the Web2 world will want to be a part of the Web3 world because they see blockchain gaming as a way to actually be a part of, you know, of the brand as opposed to just being players of the game?
2: Yeah, I think I think uh once that's actually um it's it has to be more of a conversation in those spaces. So I think people look at uh NFTs and kind of like uh it leaves a kind of maybe a bad taste in their mouth because of what kind of happened in the NFT world recently and all these NFT projects not I don't want to say scamming because rug pull yeah i think i think i think some of them came with good intentions in the beginning and then and then it just turned out to not work and they kind of ran um but then i think that obviously there was some rug pulls as well and i know a lot of people that lost thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars in nft space but i think what you know what people in uh in web 2 i guess don't understand as much is that it's not at all about a jpeg um it's it's about the under, underlying technology and how it can actually change um different industries um and change the economy and, and 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 things like that so i think that yeah again once the education comes and once you once people know that they can have ownership um and really have a piece of this um of this project and the projects that they love um then yeah then i think that it will definitely be a persuader um to people for people to come to web3 uh, but i think it'll definitely take you know a few big traditional games to make the to make the transfer and make it more of like a, i guess yeah for to make them see okay yeah this is this is a real thing but i think until that happens with on, with only really you know brand new games popping up people aren't going to quite make the switch um, on such a mainstream level yet just because of ownership specifically but I think that once they have that uh, knowledge and once some of the traditional games come over then they'll be able to be like oh this is really cool I can own my own character and my own thing you know Right.
3: Yeah. Nathan and Matt do you guys have any questions because I, I have another <clears throat> follow up question follow up follow you- up
1: follow up my friend
3: so that uh, you brought up an uh, interesting point uh, point uh Teddy, is like the traditional like game like b game studios you know you know if they if they come into the web3 space we know that you know they'll, they'll bring a lot of their players with them but we've seen kind of the op- opposite happening lately in terms of you know we're having uh pushbacks you know from players who don't want to necessarily have you know anything to do with you know nfts or you know they feel like, you know, bringing the, the play to earn stuff might bring, um, they take out the fun out of the game. It's going to be more about money as opposed to just having fun. And then you also have the issue where most of these, you know, games, they're, they're kind of their, um, their uh, like, monetization strategy is to, you know, have a free game and then have in-app, you know, purchases where people are actually purchasing items and that's how they make money. You know, they buy skins, they buy coins and things like that in the game. But when it comes to Web3, the opposite is actually what we're trying to do, where we're actually trying to pay people to play, you know, pay to, you know, play to earn. So, you know, it seems like this, it's going to be a battle, you know, to get those game, you know, big game studios to come in, because it seems like we're disrupting their business model. Um, so I don't think it's going to be as easy as a transition as most people think it is, but I, I think it's a very I think I, me personally I think it's the future. I think you know ownership yeah. and NFTs integrating with games in the future. I'm actually you know building a project on my own, right. but I just think it's going to be as a very challenging. You know than than we give it credit for.
2: I think it's going to be very challenging um, as well, but I just think you know like look at Fortnite, for example, you have 10 year old, 12 year old kids, my twenty, my 25 year old brother spending $1,000 on skins that are worth zero or nothing.
0: Right. And
2: I think that once people understand that, oh, I could spend $1,000 on skins that are worth more than $1,000 or worth something at least, um, And, and you can actually have fun trading them and, and, and getting different, you know, rare skins or opening up, uh, mystery boxes to get different skins instead of just having a skin. Oh, great. I got this. I got this awesome skin or I got this awesome new rifle. Um, and being like, okay, but it's just for look, or it might be a power up, you know, like it might help your character power up, but like Fortnite specifically blows my mind because there's nothing that you actually receive. They are making billions of dollars off of nothing, like seriously nothing. Yes, it's a cool look. And I totally understand that people want to, you know, have the new Spider-Man suit, the new Darth Vader suit, you know, uh, whatever, this, 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 and this suit um, for their character to be able to see it. And I understand the appeal for young kids, especially. So I totally get that. But why would you not want... To be able to have that and have it, you know, hold some sort of value. So now you have an asset, while being able to play a fun game. So I think that that's where the disconnect is. But I also understand that we're very early in the process. Very early in the process, like, like baby, like you know, very early. Like people don't understand how how early we are, and I think that these ripples have to come. And they have to, we have to have a lot of failure and a lot of attempts to be able to, to find that perfect happy medium to be able to be like, okay, guys, do you understand now? And, and it'll take a lot of years to be like, hey, like, we need to keep, you know, telling you this over and over and over again, for you guys to understand that this is not just, you know, an NFT that you need to buy and sell right away. It's an asset that you can hold and it can. You know build value on itself if the if the game and has proper tokenomics and if the game you know has a proper team that is gonna build the game up over time um right. and as well you're gonna have you like like with tap fantasy you're gonna start seeing different you know um different updates come into play and different modules come into play and you know our players that already have skins they might, uh, it might be easier for them to get a land or they might you know, right. So it's like, as long as right. you spend time with the game and as long as you're investing, you like the game, then yeah, it's a way better model than right. the web two model. Of course. Like, but I understand that there is not, if you look at the difference between web two and web three, there's obviously like, you know, a minuscule amount of games comparatively, um, right. in the, in the web three space. And I think that, you know, the games are fun, and the games like that I'm starting to see, and the games that we're starting to partner with, and and, and are in development, they're becoming like crazy, amazing yeah. games. Um, but I think that, I think that yeah, for traditional games to come in, we're gonna have to see maybe it's gonna go a couple different. It, it's gonna either go, you're gonna see a game developed brand new in the Web three space that everyone loves, like a Fortnite that just comes out of the blue and it's just amazing. And you will right. I think it will have, in my opinion, it will have to be free to play. It'll have to be more of the web two version. So that's where we came in and did, okay, we want to do free to play. We want to right. make it so anyone in the world can play it, but Hey, you can earn. So right. I think that that's how it will have to be because you know, that's just how you're going to be able to get the attention from the people, uh, that aren't in the web three space, or we're going to have to see a big traditional game just Latch onto the idea and take it and run, and then you know that could be good or bad for for the projects like us or yeah. you know, you don't you don't quite know yet. But um, yeah. but what I do know is is that if some of the traditional gaming companies come in and say, hey, we really love this technology, which I'm sure they do. I'm sure they have teams that they're already starting to build to right. have on the back burner to right. start developing um, certain you know projects, test it out a little bit. Um, But yeah, until we see that, then, uh, it's going to be a very slow build, but it's, but it'll get there eventually.
0: The climate. Oops. Go ahead, Nathan. No, I was going to say
1: totally fascinating to hear you talk about Fortnite, because even though I have not played Fortnite, I've watched enough people play Fortnite that I, I feel like I have. And it's crazy that you're right. They, people spend all this money, and the only way that you could maybe get an ROI on that is if you became like a Twitch streamer or you became big in the community so that people are sending you money. Whereas the amount of value that you're putting in, I kind of see this with the Call of Duty Warzone as well. How many hours? It's probably days at this point. Have me and my brother played each other in Call of Duty Warzone, and we've put in this real effort. And what do I have from it? You know, I, I yeah, don't. Hey. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I mean, I'm getting quality time with my brother, so I'm. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun, it's it's <laughs> like. I mean, when people say you put all the effort, and I've heard Kalichi say this numerous times you put in all the effort into this game, you build it up, you interact with other players, especially if you're playing online or something like that. I'm thinking about like GTA or Red Dead 2, you're helping out the game manufacturers as well. The more people that are in their ecosystem playing, interacting, do all this stuff, the more people come in. And I just feel like it'll be a natural conclusion that people get some sort of compensation for their time in this. I know that there's companies trying to do this with streaming sats, like uh, for Bitcoin and other types of uh, low-cost currencies. And I just think that you're totally right on the money, Teddy, where it's like, hey, would you rather make $0 and play this game or would you rather make $5 an hour, $10 an hour, $15 an hour for something you're going to be doing anyways and have an wow. asset at the end of the day? It's just... it. Kind of blows my mind, but blows my man, mind as well. <laughs> you were going to say something.
0: I was going to say, this is a great way to leave off the conversation. Teddy from Tap Fantasy. For more information on the game, you can go to Tap Fantasy IO or Tap Fantasy 2021 on Twitter. There you can see their Discord information. You can get to speak probably to Teddy uh, himself inside the Discord server and some of the other great people behind it. Uh, Teddy, before we go, before we wrap up this edition of The Brain Trust, anything you want to get out there, anything that we missed with the plugs, anything you want people to know about the game that we haven't gone over already?
2: Yeah, thanks matt so yeah guys uh thank you guys for having me today uh matt nathan uh, and Kalichi, i really appreciate you know everything uh you know you guys have done in the space and um uh, and having me on your on your on your uh i guess podcast today to uh talk a little bit about our project um yeah so guys we just released season three um we have a, a bunch of brand new modules Um, and, uh, we have a lot to come during season three and of course in season four as well. So, um, you know, don't miss the early stages of it. We're, we're always developing and, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be cool to be along for the ride with us while we're, while we're creating this awesome, well, creating the biggest MMORPG in the blockchain space. Um, so we want, we want you guys to, uh. We want you guys to be a part of this. And uh, we we would love it if you stop by the Discord, at least, and stop by for a couple of the AMAs. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I just got some insight on to a little bit more of what we have to come and more of uh, what the game um, has to offer. Um, and as well, yeah, of course, like Matt said, follow our Twitter. Well, we're doing a ton of giveaways on there. Um, we just did, I think, an $8,000 giveaway um, and before that, we did $3,000 giveaway. So there's a ton of rewards to be won. Um, and and yeah, come play Tap Fantasy, man. It's a lot of fun. When they Absolutely. say
0: play to earn, they mean <laughs> play to earn.
2: Play to earn.
0: I, I, yeah, I was
1: going to say real quick here, Matt, the 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 tie to BitMart here that we have is that the, uh, Tap Fantasy has the sole mystery boxes mm-hmm. on the BitMart NFT marketplace right now. And real quick, Teddy, what... I mean maybe this is a paradoxical question. What's in the mystery box? Why would you buy the mystery box? But it's only on Solana. It's only on Solana right now, but it is it's there's many pages of it on the Bitmart NFT marketplace. So if you're into tap fantasy, you can take action on this now.
2: Yeah, check out the mystery boxes. There is a lot of Um, mysteries in those boxes. (laughs) (laughs) It's a mystery. Okay. Well,
1: it's it's on Solana. We know that for sure. But the rest rest is a mystery. We won't prod you for it, Teddy. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Thank you again. Thank you again for being on. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Teddy.
0: To unlock those mystery boxes, head on over to the bitmart nft exchange and for more information on that and for more information is to be a part of tap fantasy and be a part of the bitmart nft marketplace or bitmart in general you can check it out in the show notes whether you're listening or watching the program today we have that accessible for you and be sure to rate review subscribe ring the notification bell however you're listening or however you're watching be sure to do the things to know when new episodes of the bitmart brain trust are dropping every single week right here on the bitmart youtube channel and the nft 101 podcast feed but now for the part that we all love it's nathan reading the Lego mumbo jumbo this has been the bitmart brain trust bye bye
1: hello to everybody out there in crypto land. did you enjoy that conversation i know that i did it's always interesting to learn more about crypto projects nfts and what is going on in this very unique industry. But now we've got to get some legal stuff out of the way. All right, it's just the way that it is. So I wanted to let you know that all opinions and actions expressed and undertaken by the hosts and guests are individual opinions and actions and do not reflect the views and actions of BitMart. BitMart does not guarantee the accuracy applicability, reliability, integrity, performance, completeness, or appropriateness of this content. The value of digital currencies can go up or down, and there can be a substantial risk in buying, selling, holding, or investing in digital currencies. You should carefully consider whether trading or holding digital currencies is suitable for you based on your personal investment objectives, financial circumstances, and risk tolerance. BitMart does not provide investment, tax, or legal advice. Use of BitMart services is entirely at your own risk.